This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host for the next radio hour. The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am doing fabulous, Mark. Fabulous, fabulous. And we're excited to be talking to you every week here on at 9 o'clock on Sundays. And if you want to ask us a question, give us a call about residential, commercial, or any kind of real estate question. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We're just here to help keep you informed, help in any way you can. You can listen to this show and the past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and at WPHT's website, too. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about, we have our market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A, which, of course, is going to be a good one today. All right. We also have our funny story. Got one for you. And we have... We have our mortgage mom, mortgage mom, our mortgage mom topic today, Mark. Which is what? Five weird reasons you won't get a mortgage. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we also have our questions. Can yes. I have my real estate taxes reevaluated? The next one, into what is the difference between REO and bank owned property and a foreclosed property? The next question is, can I sell my house for cash, even if I still owe about 95% on the house to the mortgage company? The next question is, is the buyer's agent obligated to make the buyer's offer to the seller, even if they feel it's low? They feel it's low? All right. (laughs) Mark, we also have our guest today, which is Kip Collier. He is the owner of Russell Roofing and Exteriors, and he's here to talk about his company, and if it's Russell, it's right, guaranteed. That's right. He's got a big company, so and they're a new sponsor. We're glad to have him on board. Yep. Welcome, welcome. We also have our topic of the day. If each morning you put in your bank eighty-six thousand four hundred dollars in your private account for your use, what would you do? Hmm. That'd be a good one. <laughs> But first, Mark, give us your motivational quote. 
So the motivational quote is, try a thing you haven't done three times. Once to get over the fear of doing it, twice to learn how to do it, and the third time to figure out whether you like it or not. So you got to get in the game. So one way or the other. So where are we at? Very, very good, Mark. So, Mark, we're up to the market report. And there is the bell. So one of the biggest questions in everybody's mind these days is what's going to happen to the housing market during the rest of the year? Based on recent data on the economy, unemployment, real estate, more economists are all revising their forecast. You you put 100 uh, economists in the same room, you get 100 different opinions. But anyway, the remainder of 2020 and the outlook is looking extremely encouraging. Here's a look at what some of the experts say about the key areas uh, and will, that will power the industry and the economy coming up. Mortgage purchase or, uh, originations. They think the recovery in housing has happened faster than expected. They anticipated a drop-off in the third quarter, but they don't think that's the case anymore. They revised their third quarter numbers higher before they predicted a 2% decline in purchase or uh, originations in 2020 now they think it's going to be a two percent growth and i know you're feeling it oh <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be a good thing it is it's it's great but it's just it's so so busy it's so busy i know it's a good thing and then lawrence one from National Association of Realtors, sales completed in May and in, in June. Contract signings were a lot more in March than in March and April. During the strictest times of the pandemic lockdown, hence the cyclical low point, home sales are surely rising in the upcoming months, and with the economy reopening, could even surpass one-year figures in the second half of the year. So they're really optimistic about sales. And then inventory, they're projecting that the next few months will see a slow, steady improvement in new inventory, which we desperately need. We They projected a very slow improvement May through August, but now they're thinking a return to a historical trend for September through December. So that's all good news. And then the mortgage rates, going forward, they're forecasting the 30-year fixed rate to remain low, falling to a yearly average of 3.4% in 2020 and 3.2% in 2021. So the rates are still going to stay low. This is all. I mean, we're we're at 3% right now. I know. So if it stays that low all the way through 2020, 21 we're going to be in good really good shape and then new construction weaker than expected singly family starts numbers may be a matter of timing as that jumped 11.9 percent in addition the number of authorized single family units not yet started rose that's the people that are doing the apps and the permits and everything jumped up 5.4 percent the second highest level since 2008 this suggests uh, there's a new acceleration. The bottom line, experts are optimistic about the second half of the year. If you paused in 2020, all your real estate plans, it's just going to get better and better and better. Home t- and homes are typically selling in 20 days or less after hitting the market. So things are looking more positive all the time. 
<laughs> Definitely. All Speaking of, of positive, Mark, 30-year fixed, 3%. Your 30-year fix, fixed FHA is at 3%. Your 15-year fixed is 2.625%. Your 20-year is 2.875%. There's some great rates. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to your funny story. Oh, all right. So I got a short one for you. So this elderly couple, they're at another couple's house and they're having dinner. They're eating. The wives got they got done eating. The wives left the table, went in the kitchen. The two gentlemen were sitting there talking. And the one says the other one last night, he says, uh, we went out to this new restaurant. It was really great. He goes, I really recommend it. The other guy said, what was the name of the restaurant? And the first man thought and thought and finally said, Man, what's the name of that flower you give to someone you love? You know, the one that's red and has the thorns. He goes, what, do you mean a rose? He goes, yeah, that's it. He turns towards the kitchen. He hollers, yo, Rose, what was the name of that restaurant we went to last night? (laughs) (laughs) That's messed up. That's messed up. (laughs) If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-266. 5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mile segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Street Mortgage. And her topic is interesting this week. Five weird reasons you won't get a mortgage. Now, give me some weird reasons. Okay, Mark. (laughs) And it's funny because a lot of these weird reasons are absolutely coming up right now within the last couple months. I, I really should write them all down because it's... It's crazy what's going on. But getting a mortgage isn't just about the dues. Um, While they aren't necessarily weird, these are commonly overlooked don'ts that can easily prevent you from getting approved. So whether you're planning to buy a house in the upcoming months or you're in the process now, you don't want them to cost you your new home. So one of the things, number one, is switching from an employee to a self-employed position. And it's funny, I just had um, a conversation with a buyer that within in February decided to go to become self-employed after being an employee for about 15 years. And he you know, took a look at the situation and decided that he was gonna be self-employed. And he argued with me because basically, when you're going from W-2s and pay stubs, which is required, Changing jobs in the same field with salary isn't automatically a deal killer, but when you go from an employee to being self-employed, like a contractor or being paid by a 1099, this is an entirely different matter. So self-employed borrowers, their incomes are documented by not recent pay stubs, but by IRS verified tax returns for the prior two years. So yes. an employed borrower could easily obtain a mortgage today if they have but they would have to wait 2 years 
to qualify if they were self-employed. And that's what my buyer was saying. If I did all this to become better, why am I being penalized for being self-employed versus a W-2 employee? Now, I get what he's doing, but there's a much bigger risk from going from self-employed to a W-2 a W two employee. So right. you always want to ask before you consider any type of employment change, particularly if it involves any kind of self-employment. And it makes sense. This, I mean, if you're going to open your own business, you know, all of a sudden you don't have that steady income and there's risk, especially, you know, a lot of new businesses don't survive that first year. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to explain. But to I also, hearing it. I also give your guy credit because he's taking a shot. And if you don't right. take a shot, you don't get nowhere. So Exactly. So Number two is more. failing to balance your checkbook. So you may regard overdraft fees as a nuisance or an inconvenience because something just happened. But, you're, but the lender is likely to view them as financial irresponsibility. So some lo loan programs re require underwriters to review the applicants with overdrafts a little bit more stringently than those without. So regardless of the credit score and the debt ratios, if your bank statements have overdraft fees, you got to tell the lender up front rather than just hoping that they don't see it. Right. That's why I got a good bookkeeper. Exactly. <laughs> so, that, so that kind of stuff don't happen. <laughs> All right. Number three, applying for new credit and opening accounts during the loan process. So Transferring a $9,000 credit card balance you're paying 16% interest on to a new zero account would lower your payment and help you qualify for the loan, right? Well, not so much because by making moves like this during the loan process, at a minimum, you're risking closing delays and purchasing that new car you've been eyeing before closing your mortgage, even after the, the loan is in final approvement, it may cost you that house. Unless you plan to live in your car, buy it after you've been in your new home. All right. Number four. One. Number four is ignoring small bills. My insurance was supposed to be paid, uh, was supposed to pay that bill. It was only $30. I closed that credit card, but they still get, sent me another bill. So I just ignored it. And I missed the payment cutoff, and they added a late fee. So actually, my payment showed up as double the next month. And this may seem like it's trivial, but it actually doubled that payment, which could blow up the, the ratios. Last one real quick, because I'm running out of time, is not filing your tax return. So taxes, filing them are a pain in the neck, but you can always do them later, or maybe the IRS won't even notice. But guess what? They will, and so will your lender. Most yeah. lenders verify applicants' income with matching IRS transcripts. And if you haven't filed them, there's no transcripts. You may just have lost that new house. So even if you filed extension, that's okay. Filed a tax extension, missed the extension and the filing date. Do not decide to wait until you need a mortgage to file. If you have no. any questions with any of those coming up, please feel free to give me a call. My number is 609-605-7153. That was some good, that was some good, good info there. That so was we were great at information. The Glad unbelievable unbelievable information so where are we at now we're so, at the question so what's the first question all right the first question is can i have my real estate taxes re-evaluated yeah you know what a lot of people don't bother to do this because they buy the house they get all excited they move in 
The taxes are taken out with their mortgage every month, and they never bother about taking a look at this. And maybe their township raises their taxes, and you can. You can appeal. You can do an application to your local township, to the city, and say, wait a minute. Now, you raised me, you reassessed me three times, and I don't think my value is correct, and you can fight it. But you gotta, you gotta. I would hire somebody to uh, an appraiser to help me with this. But you could do it. A lot of people just don't bother. They just keep paying the bill and they keep raising the taxes. But the property value might not have went up. But so you can do it. What's the next one? Yeah, and there's generally times of the year where they'll accept you to come in to do that as well. The tax office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question number two: What is the difference between REO bank owned? and a foreclosed property. So you tell us what is the difference between this? Well, the difference between an REO and a bank owned and a foreclosed property is the foreclosed property is going through the process of becoming right. the bank owned property. So right. the, the bank has foreclosed on it. They're in the process of taking it back. Once they take that property bank back, it becomes your bank owned property. Now, so a lot of times... What's the difference with the REO? What's the difference between an REO and the bank-owned property? <laughs> you don't have the answer for don't that want, one? I don't have the answer to that. Well, the REOs are, that's, it's all part of the process. REOs, they're of, starting the foreclosure. It's all kind of the same thing. It's just different terminology. But REOs, they're in the middle of doing it. And then the banks are selling these properties. And you always hear investors looking for REOs and, you know. But it's all it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just it's it's different parts of the process where they're at. That's all. What's the next? All right, one? I thought you were going to tell me something juicy on that one. Oh. <laughs> all right. Next question. Can I sell my house for cash even if I still owe about 95 percent on the mortgage to the mortgage company? Sure. As long as you can cover that mortgage. And if yeah, you don't get if you don't get enough, then you're bringing money to the table. But you can always sell yeah. it. Yeah, there's no prepayment penalty. So you can always sell it for cash. They don't. The bank doesn't care how they get the money as long as they get it. They get it. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, you can always do that. But ho hopefully you're going to get enough to cover that mortgage so you don't have to bring a check to the settlement table. What's the next exactly. one? The next question is, if the buyer's agent obligated to make the buyer's offer to the seller, even if they feel it's too low? Yeah. If they signed a buyer agency contract, which we've talked about before on the show, and they actually represent the buyer, and the buyer says, I want you to submit this offer, they have to do it. And if the agent's like, oh, but they're never going to take this offer, that's not their job. That's not up to them. They have, they, the agent has a fiduciary duty to submit the offer no matter how bad he thinks it is. And it's, it'll just be a lesson learned by the buyer when they lose. But I mean, but occasionally, once in a while, if there's not in this market too much, but I, I was I in my career back in the day, I remember submitting some offers that I figured no way, and the seller said, "You know what? I'll take it. I'm out of here." So you never know. Take the shot. If you if you don't ask, the answer is no. <laughs> rule he said number that one. So sternly, the answer yeah, is rule no. number one. That's right. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? The next question is: If I take a 
a 401k loan, will it count against my debt to income ratio? And the answer to that is yes. Your D, D, T, DTI. DTI, debt to income ratio. So it will affect. It will affect, All right. yes. All right. All right. And most of the time, if you take it from the employer, it comes right out of your paycheck anyway. All right. Question number what's the six. Last one? Huh? I said, what's the last one? The sec. The last question is: the seller keeps delaying and delaying the home inspection. What should I do? Well, you submitted an offer. You gave him a time frame to do this. Agents, some agents, me, I always give plenty of time because I want to make sure I'm not panicked. Like some agents try to do this stuff in five days. That means you got to hire the inspector, get everybody's schedule on the same page so the buyer can be there, the seller can open the door. So I always spread it out a little bit. Now, if somebody's delaying it and keeps delaying it, then you got to keep doing addendums to the agreement of sale. And, and what they don't realize is every time there's an addendum, if somebody doesn't sign it, this deal's dead. So... If a seller's delaying for some suspicious reason, maybe they're trying to get the, something fixed before the home inspection or cover something up, whatever, you, your antennas should be up. Well, and, and they but, also need to communicate to, you know, to answer why, because there's timelines. I mean, you have a certain amount of time to get that inspection done. That's so right. What is the and, reasoning? And, I, and a lot of agents still puts things in there like 10 days and that, or five days. I've seen them five days. That means hire somebody, set it up, do it, get the home inspection report back to the agent, go over it, and give what you want to the seller in five days. So you could screw up your own deal by cutting it too short. So you got to be real careful with that. But if somebody just keeps delaying, 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 then my then I'm going to get suspicious. Like what's going on? Right. And I don't like doing addendums because addendums give high S's and high C's that are starting to get buyer's remorse. Time to think about: Do I really want to buy this house? And then right. they're out. So anyway. All right. Very good questions, Mark. And coming up next ones. is going to be our guest segment. And today's guest we have Kip Collier. He is the owner of Russell Roofing and Exteriors. And he's here to talk about his company. Very good. If it's Russell, it's right. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He's been around for a long time. I don't sound as good as Frank, but. (laughs) Anyway, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210. All positive all the time. We will be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who's famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to our guest segment today, and today our guest is Kip Callard, and he's the owner of Russell Roofing and Exteriors, and he's here to tell us about his company. So, Kip, how are you? I am grateful to uh, be with you folks today. Thank you, and you. We're, uh, we're, we're very grateful good. to have you Very her. good. And uh, so tell us a little bit about your company. I looked, I saw you on Facebook, and I see you do a lot of 
besides roofing, you do exterior, all kinds of stuff, windows, siding. So tell us a little bit about your company. Absolutely. It really starts with my dad. He uh, was a welder at the Bud Company and wanted to work outside and got in the roofing trade in 1939. I started my own business in 1992. Uh, and yes, we do take over the whole outside envelope of the building. So any roofing system, whether it's slate, tile, asphalt, wood, uh, metal roofing, all your commercial applications, TPOs, uh, windows, Marvin, Pella, uh, any sidewall details, a five-star V-Lux sun tunnel, a skylight, a five-star uh, insulator with uh, the insulation corning. So that we do take over the really the whole outside envelope of a building. Yeah. And like right now, I know like Deanne, and we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, a lot of people are are using this equity in their homes because the rates are so low and starting to do projects that they've been thinking about. Are you are you saying that with your business? Absolutely, uh, Mark. Uh, I'm surprised at how strong the market is. Uh, there's, there, I thought this contrast between 2019 and 2020 with uh, pandemic and uh, other things that are going on in the news, uh, the, 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 the consumer is absolutely looking forward and protecting their investments in the properties they own. Yeah, and with these rates today, are you seeing a, a, what, what kind of projects are people coming to you for? Well, it, it, they're bundling them even, though, so that it, it, instead of doing a segment or, or a repair, there's most people are going for replacement. Uh, most people are buying a higher quality product for longer term performance. Uh, I, I think what has happened is people have crystallized their thinking about the, their goals for their property and are making decisions to move forward. And you're absolutely correct in the sense that when it's so affordable to do, and the interest rates are so appealing, uh, it makes it easier to make those decisions. Yeah, and you know, some. And then on top of on top of all that, you have all the incredible home sales that are taking place. So that's booming. I mean, because the if the appraiser calls for the roof to be repaired, that's something that has to be done before we can close. That's right. And we just, just in our market report today, we were talking about all the experts are just seeing a boom to the end of uh, 2020 continuing into 2021 what do you, what kind of what kind of predictions are are you planning for your company uh, I, again that this this is a unique year and in if, if I was allowed my prediction I would have thought there would have been a constriction and if anything oh, I'm seeing an expansion taking place so the experts are farther up the hill and have uh, more vision and more data and more information and more experience I'm a, I'm a roofing contractor uh, and we really focus at, at excellence of what we're doing and, and the foremost part of that is elevating our prospects discernment so they reach their goals uh it's it's remarkable how strong the market is right now yeah agreed and, uh, it's i think it's only going to get stronger uh now you know like certain states like pennsylvania is one of the most restricted state but but people people have been sitting around me and Deanne been talking about this for the last few shows they've been sitting around in these houses for like 140 days thinking about what we could be doing so uh, are you seeing that 
I believe that is a, a certain aspect of what's going on. I, I believe there may have been a constriction in people going away on vacations, especially with doing European travel and other things along those lines. Uh, but I think that they are really focused in many areas as to what can they do around their property and how are they going to get it done. Yeah. So uh, do you work with uh, a lot of realtors, like with different real companies that you constantly do business for? Like, do you do roof certifications and all that also? Uh, we do get involved with that. Uh, we're a referral-based company uh, that are, we're very strong with uh, certain realtors that are looking for, we're, we're more of a belt and suspender organization. Uh, all my guys are OSHA approved, a background check, drug screen, defensive driving. Uh, they get certified by all the manufacturers. We offer a warranty where the manufacturers guarantee our labor, not only their material, but their labor up to 50 years in some cases. Uh, wow. We've worked on over 200 nationally historic registered properties here in Philadelphia, Carpenters Hall, Christchurch. We've worked on the White House in Washington, D.C. So wow. the, the relationship wow. that we have, yes, the relationship we have is, is really how do we perform excellence? How do we really follow the golden rule in doing other, others as you'd like them to do unto you and that your focus is to be the best? Well, that's an ongoing experiment in excellence, and that goes across the board, really focusing at our customer customer service. That's something. That, what did you do for the White House? Uh, it was an interesting thing. There's a, there's a local uh, monument uh, a, a guy in our area, and uh, there was a northern lantern. And supposedly the last picture of Abraham Lincoln alive was underneath this lantern because that night he met his demise. Well, when they changed the gas fittings on the White House and made them electrical, they moved these lanterns. And these lanterns were about six foot tall and very ornamental in copper with an immense amount of detail. They moved them out to the front gates. And lo and behold, a tree limb comes down, and they were looking for a specialty uh, or a contractor that had historic knowledge on how to do the work the way it was done 100 years ago. And the job came to us. Wow, that's cool. That's awesome. That's cool. And Christ Church, that's like, man, that's like, I don't even know how old Christ Church is. That's a, that's a landmark. Like, well, it's the first Episcopal uh, church in, in, in the country. And, and yeah. uh, it, it, it was Dr. Uh, Scott Garlick that uh, recommended and, and, and took us in on that job at the White House. So, so Kip, let me ask you, if I'm walking around the house and, you know, how does one decide that they need to get the roof done? Is it just a matter? Is there things that they should look for? Is it also just a matter of time? I mean, besides the obvious, if, you know, there's a leak somewhere, but is, is there things that somebody should look for? That is an excellent question, Daniel. Yes. It's kind of like if we're cognizant of the tires on our car, they have wear bars. There's an indicator to give you an idea of how much life is left. Now you have two, three, maybe 4,000 miles at most, but, you know, the the tires wear out. Well, it's the same thing with the roof, that if you take a look at the roof, and my preference would be that you look at it once a quarter, 
at least semi-annually, at least coming out of the winter, somewhere around Easter and April, and again, maybe after Thanksgiving before you go into the winter. See what the summer has done to it. See what the ultraviolet rays have done. I can get in greater detail how shingles are made uh, with asphalt and fiberglass space, which originally was organic, which was paper or cotton. And the granules were on there for four purposes, coloration, weightage, uh, to deflect the, the ultraviolet, and to add fire protection. Well, what happens is the asphalt starts drying out, just like a driveway. A driveway, you'll see eventually will start to crack and open up. If you right. seal the driveway, there's less chance of the freeze-thaw cycle in the winter breaking it apart. Well, it's unlikely anybody's going to do anything up on the roof, but if you stay attuned to the roof, you'll know when it needs attention. And it, it's as simple as a pair of binoculars. Or in today's age, you might have a kid or yourself a drone where you just fly it over and take a look and do yeah. some comparison observations. And then you can, now you have some benchmarks to work with. If people would like us to do an evaluation, we have a product called uh, Hoover and also 360. 360, we take eight pictures, every profile of the house at every corner. Then we can get a digital report back, which allows you on your computer to spin the house around, look at it in different ways. And allows you to change your paint color, allows you to change the clapboard to siding, to brick, to stone, uh, allows you to do anything you want to do to get an idea of what your house would look like if you want to change it. But it also gives us as a contractor very accurate measurements of, of detail. So whether it's windows or doors or the roofing or gutters or spouts, we now have and we can dialogue digitally over the phone and through a computer and have communications going back and forth and allows uh, our, our clients to, to have, get more engaged with their house. Wow, that's a really great idea. So, so Kip, we're running out of time. So tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Uh, Russell Roofing. Uh, our, our local phone number is 215 215- You have a website too, Russell Roofing? Oh, absolutely. We have a website uh, that that is uh, uh, has a has a library of videos. There's, I think, over twenty videos going through whether it's ventilation, insulation, uh, ice and water shield, a lot of different things, so the consumer can educate themselves in order to uh, uh, get what the knowledge they need to make a a, uh, a an accurate decision on. All right. Well, thanks a lot for so, being a guest today. And your slogan, if it's Russell, it's right guaranteed. Is that it? Yes, exactly. That's it. That, that, that our word is our bond. And if there's anything that we protect the most, it's our reputation and delivering on our promises. All right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much Kip, for being on the All show. Right, we Kip. look forward to having you back on again soon. All right, Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. Each morning, if your bank would deposit $86,400 in your private account for your use, what would you do? Good question. So with that, Kip was very informative. That was very good. I like that 360 degree thing. That's a good idea. And then they color it and get a good idea of what everything looks like. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll be right back. 
Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So that was a good segment with Kip. Yeah, that was a great segment with Kip. And I wanted to mention real quick, Mark, that they also offer a complimentary diagnostic um, review of the exterior of the home. And they can also do drone footage and show you exactly you know, what needs to be done with the home. So if anybody cool. is interested in that, they can just reach out to them at 888-567-ROOF. That's 888-567-ROOF. All right, very good. All right, so now we're up to our topic of the day, and that is if each morning your bank would deposit $86,400 in your private account for your use, what would you do with it? So they're going to do this real quick. So this is something to think about. Imagine you won a prize, and the following prize is each morning in your bank, you wake up every morning, there's $86,400 in your private account for your use. But the rules are, just like every any other game, Everything you have to do, you have to do it in one day. First set rules with everything you didn't spend during each day would be taken away from you. You may not simply transfer the money into another account. You can only spend it. So each morning, awake, when you wake up, your bank opens your account, you got to get spending. It's the second set of rules, the bank can end the game anytime without any warning. They can just say, it's over, game over. And... And they can close the account, and you receive. You don't receive a new one. What would you personally do? Would you buy any anything and everything you want it right? Not only for yourself, people you know, even for people you don't know, because you couldn't possibly spend it all on yourself right every day. You, I could. You would. You would try to. You could. You could try. <laughs> you would try hard. I know you would. You would try to spend every cent and use it all right. Actually, this game is reality. Each of us in our possession. Of such a magical bank account, we just don't seem to see it. And the magical bank account is time. Every morning when we awake, we get 86,400 seconds. That is a day. When we go to sleep at night, then there's no remain to, no time remaining to get credit. So if we haven't lived up to the day, it's lost forever. You don't get it back. Yesterday is forever gone. So each morning, your account is refilled. And the bank can dissolve your account at any time without any warning. So you never know what's going to come. So you have this 86,400 seconds every day to make use of it correctly. And time flies. So, you know, you might as well. It's the same as dollars. Time is money. So you think about that. And then you never know where life's going to be. You could be here one day and go on tomorrow. So... When you wake up every morning, you got eighty six thousand four hundred seconds to spend, and and we teach all the time about how much you're worth an hour. So use your time correctly, and that's the rules of the game. We've done I that think one I'm going to get up like an extra hour or two <laughs> earlier now. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely run out of time. Yes, and and you have the same amount of time as Albert Einstein and the Wright brothers and all those guys. You got the same amount of time as they did. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you right, can, that was when good. people say, I don't have enough time, I say, well, you got the same amount of time that Einstein did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was so, a good segment, Mark. Now we're so moving we into our Dr. Abelson segment. And our topic of the day is teams. And the key problem with teams is, number one, is having the right balance of behaviors. That's true. So, Dr. Dr. Are you with us? I most certainly am. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing, doing good. Yeah. And, you know, this is a great topic. And we might have to go into next week and maybe do this in two parts because I, I can't this is the interesting topic to me because teams are in all different industries like in real Absolutely. estate there's a real estate team but teams are important so tell us how you want to start this well let's just let's just talk let's just jump right in and talk about you know that there there needs to be a balance but the question is what kind of balance are you talking about i mean you can be talking about a racial balance you can be talking about a behavioral balance you can be talking about you know uh, a motives or systems balance and my answer is yes <laughs> you're talking about balance because yeah. the, the issue with teams is you have to have a dynamic that actually works and it's right. complicated and there's a lot of things, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that are going on all at the same time. And it, it's really interesting when you have a, a team that, that you had functioning for a while and all of a sudden you add somebody new. And what happens? The dynamic can change significantly or not at all. That's, that's how complicated this is. And you never know until you add that person or you take somebody out of the mix. That's right. And, and if you, like we always use your tools and I just had a meeting with an agent building a real estate team. And she wanted to add somebody, and we, they disked them. And we went over the desk with the person because not everybody's a match. And, and this agent was thinking, this person would be great for running around, maybe doing my little extra showing houses and all. But this person was a very high D and was probably going to end up wanting to be her. So, you know, yeah. you know you're adding another personality to a group that has an effect on the whole group you know absolutely and and what's really strange is a lot of people hire people that are like themselves even though they need somebody who's different from them you know so <laughs> because they feel the most comfortable with that person who is like themselves like miss cat saris has done a couple of times <laughs> all right i this one that you're getting you're gonna get one tomorrow and i'm telling you this is going to be a perfect fit <laughs> okay. All right. Well, cool. But but well. it but it is really important. And and, and Deanne was raving about uh, your report that it was so accurate. Oh, it was the person so accurate. That she was talking to. It was exactly who they were. So it, it helps avoid that mistake. And and you want your team to grow and be dynamic. And you need that. Like me, I need that SC kind of person too in some positions to keep me organized you know right right and you need somebody who can deal with your intense deep personality so <laughs> you know so there, there there's the issues that that go with that too i i do want to point out to everybody who's listening that there's over 30 different disc assessments out there okay so just because you're using a disc assessment doesn't mean it's a good one okay and, that's and, true and that's why that's why you have me on the radio program and we've been doing this for years now because our stuff is really really accurate and good and 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 different from from most of the other you know assessments out there anyhow enough for the market yeah but let's let's get let's get back to this so well, we're, wait, doctor, we actually we're, we're, gonna we're actually do that running out of time let's yeah let's we're definitely running out of time so please tell everyone how to get a hold of us or you and we can close <laughs> out 
Okay, it's easy. Dr. Period A at Abelson A B E L S O N dot net. That's my direct email address. So so email me. Uh, I love it when people email me, and I can set up a relationship. You know, right off the bat with you. Sounds good. good. You can also email Mark all of your questions at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsor and Kip today from Russell Roofing. He did a great job. And hopefully you'll tune in every Sunday here on Talk Radio. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive. All the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community. All the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.